and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Dixon. And I am Sammy Scorstad. And today, we are once again welcomed by the one, the only, Sarah Thompson. Welcome back to the pod, Sarah. Hi, thanks for having me again. <laughs> of course, quite literally any time, you are welcome. Um, if, if you missed her last time, Sarah is a 25-year-old hopeless romantic with a contemporary romance obsession. She started her book talk journey in spring of 2020 and has seen massive success with her book reviews and book-related posts. If it has a cute cartoon cover on it and a promise of a happily ever after, she's going to read it. Together, we have literally come through book talk, combined <laughs> our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time, or in this case, three books at a time. Uh, we'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. Today's episode is going to serve as our Valentine's Day episode, and what better way to celebrate than by reading steamy romances with your Galentines? Woo! The books of the moment for today's episode are Get a Life, Chloe Brown, Take a Hint, Danny Brown, and Act Your Age, Eve Brown by Talia Hibbert. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing these books in all of their glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. Talia Hibbert is a British romance novelist. She writes contemporary and paranormal romance. Critics describe her as a writer of diverse narratives with characters of varying race, ethnicity, body shape, sexual orientation, and life experience. I usually read through the blurb on the back of the book to contextualize it, but each of these stories are so unique and individual that I would have to read through all three, and uh, I simply don't have the energy to do that. So, without further ado, <laughs> let's get into it. Um, so, Sammy and I had a very similar experience with these books in that we waited until the absolute last moment to read all three. Um, I read all I- three this week. Oh my As god! Did I? And I think I started on Wednesday, and I was like taking my time with Chloe Brown. Finished it on Thursday. Started Danny Brown on Friday morning, mm-hmm. and woke up at six a.m. to finish Eve Brown this morning. So I stayed wow. up till three a.m. to finish Eve Brown. Yeah, we did the opposite. Yeah, flip flopped last night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sam, wow. give me the text of all right. I'm going to bed. Uh, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, see y'all at 6 a.m. Um, I'll be awake. <laughs> full, so full disclosure for me, I read Get a Life, Chloe Brown almost uh, two years ago. Oh maybe, uh, yeah. when did oh it God. come out? Beginning of 2020, maybe? So yeah, almost two years ago, I think. That's crazy um, to think about. Um. And then Danny Brown, I did just reread. So that one's fresh in my mind. And then Actor Age Eve Brown, I read November 2021, maybe? Okay. Yeah. So, or maybe no, 2020, November 2020, I think, because I don't think it was on my reading list last year. But there, I reread certain parts of them often. <laughs> uh, I'm obviously always talking about them on TikTok. So I can only yes, imagine sir. which parts you reread. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, totally. <laughs> it's not, not the like they're red tabs. Yeah. Dog eared or anything specific <laughs> like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so one of the main reasons we picked up these books was definitely because of your various TikToks mm. about them. Mm-hmm. So, Sarah, I found you. Well, actually, mm-hmm. I didn't find you. Sam told me to follow you because True. we were at the same Harry Styles concert oh. in Boston. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And Sam goes, Oh my God, my favorite book talker is at the concert right now, too. And I was like, oh my god, you're just wait, putting wait, me ooh. on blast. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It is a good thing. That's so sweet. That's so nice. 
yeah and then I was like wait who is it and then she gave me your at and I've been following you ever since so oh, Harry and Styles I was like, just yeah. connecting people left and always right. truly always don't tell his management that um <laughs> <laughs> That that man needs to be humbled, but um, it's fine. Truly, <laughs> coming from no bigger stands than us, no, right? like <laughs> that man needs to be humbled. <laughs> Sammy sent me a heartbreaking post the other day too, which I've been thinking about a lot. Is I'm not honestly excited for HS3 because I don't want to hear about him eating out. That's wild. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All like, the love songs uh, are gonna just like give everyone the ick on that. Literally. One. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Not Miss, the ick. It's gonna be about Miss Cockburn. Yeah, oh, but, literally. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. man. oh boy. That'll be an interesting time in everyone's lives. Quite yeah. literally. Um yeah, so the books we read. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> back to that. <laughs> they're they're British. He's British. It, it can... yes, related. You're right. To- yep. Totally, totally related. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um so when so we Sammy and I don't usually talk about books when we're reading them if we're going to cover them on the pod because mm-hmm. we like to save our most real and raw and- reactions for the moment. Um, but we simply could not help ourselves this time. We were texting a little bit, we, and <laughs> one of the main points that we were talking about was how much we loved Chloe Brown, and we were like, "How is Sarah going to love Danny Brown so?" M-? Like we hadn't gotten mm-hmm. there yet, right? Mm-hmm. We were like. Sarah loves Danny Brown so much. How does it get better than Chloe Brown? <laughs> and it just kept getting so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, because I also, I and I still love Chloe. I loved Chloe's story and I love Chloe in red. And I like really saw myself in Chloe. Like I see myself more in Chloe than I do in Danny, but Danny's my favorite. And then I was like, oh. and then I read Danny and I was like, holy crap it's better it can't get any better than this and then i read eve and i was like oh my god it keeps going <laughs> does it like they are all and they're all great in their own right and it's not even like danny's significantly better than chloe or eve significantly better than any of them but they're all equally great which i mm-hmm. think is really hard for a lot of authors and they're all different too which i mm-hmm. find that when i'm reading stories by the same author like certain things like creep in where it's like very similar which is totally fine because i mean i couldn't do that mm-hmm. um but they these three stories are all so different and i, I love them so much they're so <laughs> good. so happy well i really liked because i feel like with some authors the third act breakups are usually like the same yes mm-hmm. yeah and i liked i just felt like okay so i think for me like i understand why it's important in romance novels but like i do want it to be done well and not Mm -hmm. just have a third act breakup for the hell of it like just Mm -hmm. because you have to and i felt like each reason for these third act breakups like individually just fit with the characters in the situation so well and i was like yes that could actually happen and those could very like that makes sense that those are their reactions and those like slight miscommunications weren't actually annoying because they were Mm -hmm. like just very fitting for the characters in the stories. And I was like, okay, this wasn't like that part. Usually in romance books for me, I'm like, oh, I just have to get through it. Like it's a little insufferable. But these yeah. ones, I was like, okay, I actually like cried during some of them. I was like, yes, I understand <laughs> those feelings and why that's happening. So I also I like loved that. that the third act breakups lasted like a day. 
Yes. You know how sometimes they last <laughs> it's like, like 30 seconds. Yeah. It's I was like, like yes, seconds. good. Get over it. Get over yeah. it. <laughs> Get over it. I want the it's happy ending. <laughs> very quickly. And I, yeah, like you said, like, I think they're like realistic. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, it's like, yes, they're broken up, quote unquote, but it's more like just like an argument fight situation and that they have to get over as opposed to like, we're done. I'm never seeing you again, which I find right. silly sometimes. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm agree. like, agree. you met in some cases like three weeks ago, you're not broken up. You're not actually together. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but, I also liked how the, the breakups, like Sammy said, were really realistic, but also none of them were like overly angsty breakups you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. like they were so realistic that the way that the hurt was was the, that like that was the most vulnerable emotion mm-hmm, being felt mm-hmm, it yeah. wasn't like it wasn't like oh i hate you blah the right? anger i hate was... i hate that shit don't don't mm-hmm. give me that shit because then when they get back together it's like i mean you said those hateful words <laughs> you mm-hmm. know like two pages ago so so this was really like yeah no that could happen and there was real hurt and then the communication between mm-hmm. each couple Yes. It was chef's kiss. Yes. I was like, yes, this is how arguments should be handled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I cried. I I personally cried during Chloe and Red's breakup because he just goes to the other side of the door and then mm-hmm. he realizes mm-hmm. how his like triggers and stuff kind of came out. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, I like that he didn't run off. Like he he did kind of fall victim to his his past and his insecurities. Mm-hmm. and stuff but like it was done in such a way where he was like he was fighting it and he was realizing i think the self-awareness in these books was good like each character mm-hmm. knew why they were having those reactions but it like just in like real life even like that self-awareness helps i think of like okay yeah i do have these walls built up because of this past experience blah 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 um and i do react like this when those like I feel like that's happening again, mm-hmm. but like it, like with that self-awareness, it opens up that line of communication of like, Hey, okay, I am, this is going to be difficult for me to get over. I feel like all of them at some point were like, I have this and I'm going to work on it, like going mm-hmm. to therapy yep. and everything. And I really liked that. And I was like, Oh my God, men being self-aware. What? Going it was to therapy? Truly, it was truly the emotional maturity of each of these yeah. men yes. that made these yeah. look so good. Yes, I think that's why I love them so much. <laughs> yeah. It's like men written by women, mm-hmm. but like oh. even more so because there's like it's men written by a very smart woman. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Not yeah. So agreed. All right. Clo- let's do you want to talk just quickly Chloe Brown? What did we see like how did we see ourselves in her cuz I think we all uh, related yeah, to her Sammy wants to talk about this so sammy started chloe brown a little bit before i did because like mm-hmm. i said procrastination mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh sammy was like oh you are so chloe and i was like okay i'm interested and she's like just the lists <laughs> oh I, when i started reading i was like oh my god i really am this character all the way down to quite literally she uses pink sticky notes mm-hmm. i have i only use pink sticky notes on my desk for it's work nice color. uh my dual monitors she's also a gamer mm-hmm. there was a there was a nod to her in like the last pages of eve brown about how she was playing comp which is like a specific 
version of Valorant, and I was that like, way, this is so way, funny. Right over, my I was head. like, she's yep. such <laughs> a little gamer nerd. That's me. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even. I remember reading that because I was like, what, six hours ago when I read that line, <laughs> right. and, and I was just like, I just didn't even think about it. I was like, mm, okay, whatever. I don't know what that is, but or what that word is. What I was am like, I missing? oh my god, this little nerd and the cat and like, <laughs> oh, I do love her cat. Wanting to keep smudge, mm-hmm. I like would have done the same thing. So <laughs> I felt like even a little nod to like chronic illness and like I feel like mm-hmm. in at times you've really struggled with your migraines and everything yeah. like that. And I was like, oh my god, lists and this and that and <laughs> like it just like this is Sam. Okay. Yeah. Compl- and I was like, wow, the, just the way I love when authors are very respectful for different perspectives, yes. right? Agreed. And we talked about this briefly the last time we spoke, Sarah. But mm-hmm. I think in each of these stories there's something specific that mm-hmm. is handled so well yeah you know? yeah and mm-hmm. like i uh, like sammy said like i've had chronic migraines since i was like 16 uh and a lot of the medications hurt my body when i take them more than they mm-hmm. help my head so there's a lot to deal with when you have like chronic illness and i just thought like chloe the way obviously we have different chronic illness but i just loved the way chloe's character was written and how she mm-hmm. was like and how Red also just immediately was able to shift himself into helping her mm-hmm. in a way that was productive. And, and not a way where she felt it made her feel like people. She wasn't, yeah, she wasn't yeah. the damsel in distress. Exactly. Like, yes. He was just yes. being helpful mm-hmm. because he cared about her. Yes. Not because complex about it. Which right. I love. Right. Yes. Yes. Me too. Yeah. Sarah, how do you see so yourself good. in Chloe? Um, I think Chloe, and this is uh, this goes for all three of them, but Chloe was the first black plus size like character I read that wasn't insecure and it wasn't like a plot point that she hated mm. her body. Mm-hmm. And as a black plus size woman who does not hate her body, I was like, <laughs> oh, fucking finally. Because like, <laughs> like you see, and the reason I picked this up was originally because A, it was on a table that said read in one day or like quick reads or something like that. But I also saw a myself on the cover mm-hmm. for like one of the very first times. And I was like, oh, like I have to read that, but like definitely going to end up reading about how she's insecure and how she doesn't like her body and she's learning to get through it because that is mostly what plus size stories are. Mm-hmm. And I hate it because you can be a fat woman and love your body and not have that be a plot point. And it never, like the way Talia Hibbert writes without like she's descriptive enough to you know they're fat but you also don't it's not in a bad way ever like mm-hmm. it's loved and adored and oh, i love it so much and not yeah, the there's no their personality right yes, and there's no exactly. negative connotation in any yes. of the descriptors Mm-mm. which i was like hell yeah that's what we want <laughs> yes god forbid women love their bodies right and uh, don't feel ashamed of them <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and sammy how did you feel yourself and chloe um i think her insecurities about like people leaving mm-hmm. and um that i think that's why the breakup hit so hard I was like, mm-hmm. ooh. ooh. We love abandonment issues. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so I saw that. And then I think just like some of her, maybe this isn't me. This is just how I would like to be perceived. But like some of her um, like sarcastic banter, I think with yes. Red, I was like, I love just how she's reacting 
to mm-hmm. things and like her the way her brain works is like okay I, I i feel like that's maybe how i could be or maybe it's just how i want to be i don't know but i thought <laughs> she was really funny and um also the love for her cat mm-hmm. yeah very retweet, relatable retweet mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah i feel like i had bits and pieces of every character i agree yeah and then I, Sammy started Danny Brown before me, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh, Danny is also you." And I was, <laughs> like, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have so much fun with these books." From I love seeing time myself. In life. Yes, yes. <laughs> circa a few years ago, I definitely was very similar to Danny. Mm-hmm. Circa <laughs> us living together. Yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I. This is my segue into Danny. By the way, I wanted to make okay. it smooth, but then I wanted you to know that I was making the segue. So, so we didn't and jump right I'm, back to now Chloe. Now I'm explaining the segue um, <laughs> in a way that wasn't smooth, but gets the point across. Um, <laughs> I loved Danny Brown so yeah. much. This uh, was so much fun. It. And Zaf. Oh wait, hold on. Let's go back to Chloe real quick because we didn't touch. I know. Oh, I'm so, yeah. Red. Here I am. No, it's okay. We didn't touch on red like at all. And I think <laughs> yeah. we need, that was the point. And I think we need to. Um, how could you not love red? Like he was such uh, a good character. He is. I love a damaged artsy white boy. I know. With a motorcycle. With a motorcycle. <laughs> With tattoos. Oh, and tattoos. Oh, yeah. Long I hair. Love it so much. Yeah. So I, I have a genuine question, Sarah. Did you mm-hmm. have someone you were picturing? No. Okay. So here's my. Me and my roommates were just talking about this yesterday. Actually, I have a very hard time picturing characters okay. as like real people. Um, I almost always self-insert myself as the female character. Good and for you. It's like the, it, the especially um, with these the three books. YN, yes, your name for. <laughs> but the like these three books specifically, like it's really easy for me to self-insert myself. Um, but then I mostly just picture the cartoon cover. I okay. have a really hard time picturing real people in place of words. Um, That's fair, but. Regardless, Red is smoking hot in my mind. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like, but he's smoking hot. <laughs> I know. Sammy and I were trying to determine who we were picturing, and I was like, I have no clue. Yeah, I Twitter no doesn't clue. know either. I even went to Twitter. I was like, I'll take someone else's like fan cast. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I got I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah. He's gotta be hot. That's all I got. Yep. 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 Red. Okay, love- now we can go to Danny Brown. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, I guess we should talk about the romance, right? The guy? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this one's my favorite. Danny. Danny. She is a badass, learned Mm -hmm. woman. She Mm -hmm. is. She's so smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite scene in this book is when they're at the radio show and they're doing that match game. (gasps) And Mm -hmm. Zaf, like, says her, like, what she's studying. Her major. And (laughs) she's like it, she's shocked because no one ever listens to her and he's like wait no is that wrong and she's like no no that like that's the first time anyone's gotten that correct mm-hmm. and i'm just like because you're, you're so smart and you deserve to have someone listen to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was I, so good she it was so good and i loved zaf zaf is my favorite character like ever like my favorite book boyfriend my i love him so much and i'm so mad he's like not a real person <laughs> i love him i was like 
ex-rugby player Mm -hmm. uh, turned security guard i also like the like work romance that's not that has no like power dynamic in it yes yes at all so i was like okay cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) work romances stress me out but this is like because they're not even in the same realm in terms of work like it it's fine like they're just Mm -hmm. co-workers in the sense of they literally work in the same building um I love it so much. I love their friendship. Friends to lovers is like my favorite trope ever. So yes. I love that they're friends first. I love how close Zach is with his family. I, I also I, love the fake dating. I think the friends mm-hmm. yes. to fake dating to lovers. <laughs> yes. Ugh, yes. It's so good. Very good. Oh. It was so good. And I loved their little flirtatious banter mm-hmm. in the beginning. Their banter, like in their back and forth, is like my favorite thing ever. Like half of my like annotations is just me being like oh my god i love them talking to each other (laughs) (laughs) just watching them interact and like make fun of each other and like rag on each other is why this book is so fun to me it's something about that smart ass vibe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i wish i was a smart ass but i'm just not i wish i had like her catch like i literally want to be danny brown so bad (laughs) to the point the other day i was texting a guy that i've been talking to like trying I'm an awful flirt and I was like what would Danny Brown say (laughs) to this question be because it needs to be sassy it needs to be sexy it needs to be flirty and I'm not that but Danny Brown is channel Danny Brown (laughs) and I channel Danny Brown and it worked for the most part um but I actively am in my head like what would Danny Brown do in this situation because she is who I want to be in my life (laughs) that sounds that sounds like very you know (laughs) That makes sense. I think a lot of people a lot of, would want to have some of those characteristics of Danny Brown. And mm-hmm. I I think she, I saw the least amount of myself in her maybe. But I, I was texting Sam the whole time. And I think mm-hmm. similar to you, I was like, I really don't think I am anything like her. But I would give anything in the world to be mm-hmm. like her. Like that is what I want to uh, mm-hmm. that like level I guess of confidence and just like how her intelligence and drive for herself yes and obviously we kind of saw she had done the whole like I'm an independent woman mm-hmm. I don't need a relation like relationships don't work for me because I care about my career and I care about mm-hmm. what I want to do and me and she kind of took that she realized I think to a level that it didn't need to be at for her to still like for her to really be happy and have a, like a balanced life mm-hmm. but um like just that like self-determination and that like i am fucking amazing and i don't need to be waiting around for other people to tell me that or to like mm-hmm. give me that validation like i i know it for myself and then so that's why it was like so surprising to her when zaf was doing it and like was yeah. actually caring and she's like oh my god somebody else Mm-hmm. Like, listens and cares and read my article and, like, knows the topic. Like, even my sisters don't, you know, like, all that stuff. Yeah. And oh, I just, I was like, oh, yes, okay. I really <laughs> like, I like you. I like this. Right? This is so sweet. Zap, you're so sweet. And, <laughs> yeah. I think she has, like, a level of selfishness that is, like, she ends up, like, taming it to the point where, like, she can let other people in. But right. she's selfish in a way that, like, 
is good. Like she puts herself first in like the best way. Um, And I also think like, when you think about the fact that she's the middle child, like Mm -hmm. it makes so much sense. And especially like, (laughs) I hadn't even thought of that. Like Chloe now is like, she's chronically ill. Like she's sick. Like there's a lot of doting on Chloe. And then Eve is like kind of the wild child. So she's like, I picture her as like the, when she was younger, like being like, she was always smart. She was always on top of her grades. Like she, was the kid that her parents didn't have to worry about mm-hmm. and now it's like her dealing with that as an adult I say that I was the kid who my parents didn't have to worry about I was the oldest not the middle child but <laughs> I think it's fits yeah. better when she's the middle child and the kid that like not not paid attention to but I she probably wasn't she's not I mean she says that she's not used to having people pay attention to her right in yeah that she's sort extremely self-sufficient yeah, yeah yeah exactly and I think it tracks that she's the middle brown sister. That, that does, does. That makes so much yeah. sense. <laughs> As a middle child, that makes perfect <laughs> sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that, good. I hadn't even considered that. <laughs> I honestly, it took me until right now to to figure that out. Put that together. <laughs> um, because I'm looking at them in order. <laughs> oh, in the middle. But yeah. It it tracks that she's I think like the three of them it tracks like their traits. Like I think the stuff that I saw of myself and Chloe was very much like oldest sibling, oldest daughter mm-hmm. situations. And what I see of myself and Danny is the self sufficient kid that has now grown up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm having an yeah. eye opening experience. <laughs> Let's talk. Can we talk Zaf? Yeah, of course. Please, please. <laughs> Zap. Um, so I his um, tackle it mm-hmm. his like nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I I just okay. So I loved because usually mm, no okay. So for Red, you know, in mm-hmm. Chloe Brown, he was very passionate about his art and mm-hmm. he had that ambition and that drive as well. Even though it was like part of it was him realizing he should kind of go all in in his art again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved, I feel like a lot of um, like just romance novels, they don't necessarily get as, like I felt like Talia did such a good job of developing both characters because it was dual mm-hmm. POV, you know? So yep. it's like it is both people. And so that's why I think like with those romance novels, it's so much easier to get invested in their romance because you know so much more about each of the characters and so like I Mm -hmm. felt just getting to know Zaf and his past trauma and like you know his passion and his like just he wanted to help people and he wanted and he Mm -hmm. was so like he loved what he did and that Mm -hmm. was so attractive Mm -hmm. to have that passion (laughs) and that like yeah I'm doing this I started this thing I'm getting the funding for it. I'm doing all of this. And it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yes, you are. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> I also, I think, too, like, for it, his passion to be something so heavily masculine, like, it's a sport, mm-hmm. it's rugby, it's a very physical thing. But for it to be tied to, like, releasing toxic masculinity yes. is so attractive. Yeah, like it's like the tie-in of the emotions and like him dealing with like his grief and the rugby is like I think the reason I love Zaf so much because Mm -hmm. like he is like peak like manly masculine but also has like the feminine like ability to read his emotions which Uh most men don't 
um which is why i love because they're so taught much. not to yeah. exactly yeah. and he's yeah. actually he's like be vulnerable to not do that yes yeah. and it's like i think a big part of it is like so for that process of stereo i don't want to say stereotypically but like in general we can see men kind of in that toxic masculinity masculinity kind of pushing away their emotions and stuff but zaf he like i want to know if this was the push like the losing his dad and his brother like what he was like before that and it's like that was the one push where it was like okay because he got really depressed he got really anxious Mm -hmm. um he had a really rough time after that obviously i mean that makes sense but then he was like oh going to therapy and like romance novels yeah exactly Mm -hmm. (laughs) using romance novels to like get him through it and like have a happy ending no matter what it's that safety net he had said at one point Mm -hmm. and like so i wonder i i don't know like that would suck if it takes a very like bad tragedy for men to become emotionally intelligent but um it worked for zaf i don't know (laughs) right i'm not gonna wish a tragedy on all the men in the world but like maybe something minor minor yeah just (laughs) just to give you that little push empathy yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) maybe like a high school breakup this is what pain feels like okay maybe yeah maybe i should be considerate of others (laughs) maybe i should figure out why i'm sad yeah communicate that to the people around me oh my god that's an idea (laughs) making it into anger (laughs) i'm gonna punch a wall oh my god literally though literally though before we move on to discuss the rest of the brown sisters trilogy let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, let's continue the conversation. Mm-hmm. So how are we feeling? We want to keep drooling over Zaf or are we moving <laughs> on to <laughs> to story? I mean, I could drool over Zaf literally all day, so. <laughs> I, I, I think one thing that was extremely... Um, fun about reading these books was like sammy being a little bit ahead of me so Mm -hmm. she'd be like oh red's dirty (laughs) (laughs) and then i I was like she stopped updating me a little bit and i was like oh zaf's dirty (laughs) and then neither of us got to text about eve <laughs> I wake Eat, up oh, this morning. Jacob's dirty. I wake Jacob up this morning to filthy. A, yeah, for a text from Sam saying, "Ooh, Jacob's dirty," <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, yep." <laughs> Jacob is filthy. They're, I mean, they're uh, all dirty. Uh, yeah. Chloe Brown was actually the, probably the first like really like smutty romance book I read. Because <laughs> um, before that, I'd only really read Jasmine Guillory, which is like spicy but like kind of fade to black like not yeah. super mm-hmm. there um and then i read uh the scene where they're like outside oh my god um yeah and i was like i had to put the book down oh my god i was like oh mm-hmm. oh okay we're doing this we're here <laughs> guess i'm into that now like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is unlocking something um and then a new just... kink discovered um <laughs> unlocked yeah <laughs> and then you just keep going and yeah yeah oh 
Um, I God. think Jacob was the arguably the dirtiest. Yeah, oh, I thought absolutely. so too. I absolutely. was dying. Yeah, reading um the dildo scene. the dildo scene, yep. but particularly yep. when he licks it. Yep. <gasps> <gasps> wow. I- Dude, it, it started getting, like, I was like, oh, my God. Just when he was, like, so fascinated with it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when she was just so embarrassed and he was just, lo- like, does it vibrate? Was so into and, it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, How can I use this right now? <laughs> yeah. And thinking about, like, oh, I wonder what about this she likes. Is it mm-hmm. the, like, looking at the mm-hmm. ridges and the, oh, mm-hmm. my, I was so, like, oh. Uh, mm. Such an awesome. I'm fanning myself right now. Like, I'm, I'm blushing. I'm blushing. <laughs> Oh. I was like Jacob. Yeah, my goodness, slightly <laughs> unexpected. And Extremely. That's when it's fun. <laughs> yeah. So for what was interesting, the the first like smut we would get in, we got in um, Danny Brown and Chloe Brown was Red and Zaf touching themselves. Yes. Separately. And then yes, separately. <laughs> yes, obviously. Yep. But in each book, respectively, we didn't get that really in Eve Brown. Mm-mm. Like we didn't get. Because he was a little more like, I actually haven't touched myself all week because I was afraid I was just going to be thinking about you. Yeah. Oh, and... romance. <laughs> uh, aw, how sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought, like, because I was kind of waiting for that because I had, like, gotten used to that, I think, with the other two. And then he, it just went friend date to um, Purple Dildo really yeah. fast. Yeah, big but- big purple yes the yes. opening line to that chapter <laughs> if there yeah. was one thing jacob hadn't seen coming it was to find himself holding a glittery silicone dick before the day was out <laughs> i read that and i was like what is happening <laughs> what is coming i just thought the comedy level in these books were yeah. like it they were so entertaining they're really really entertaining like they're all three brown sisters are hysterical in their uh-huh. right like they're all so funny and so sassy and it like even during like sex scenes like they're still very funny and because they're written real like you can still talk in like laugh about things and communicate during sex like that like that's how it should be i I also think there was a very um valid and not too much amount of growling from each of them Yes, I, I'm anti-growl. Yeah. Um, and these were low on the growl. Yeah, yeah. Sling. It was. I it was think like, it was enough. It was enough. It was just yeah. enough because in other in other like romance fantasy ones, when they growl, when they're like half human or something, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now I'm picturing like an animal growl. <laughs> That's not sexy. So. But this is a full human, you know, I think it uh, worked well. Yeah, yeah. No bestiality. Nope. Uh, yeah. Nope. Um, yeah. yeah. Nope. 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 <laughs> um, I truly loved Eve so much too. Yeah. Like her funny shirts. Mm-hmm. Her little like sexual comments. Mm-hmm. Like she just can't contain herself. That's her thing. She's like, I'm thinking it. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> and yep. I know it's gonna hit. Like the joke's gonna land, and it's gonna be funny. <laughs> yeah. I and love Eve. her. I felt like the. I mean, I'm personally not autistic, but I felt like the autistic representation in Eve Brown was really well done. Again, like Talia, like everything she does represent, I think was 
mm-hmm. actually like researched and checked and like sensitive to the topics. Mm-hmm. And she says that like I I feel like okay, does Coho does no. she do trigger warnings before? No. No. Okay. No. She's firmly against trigger warnings. She's come out, and this is my my gripe with Coho. Yeah. She said, like, "Are you firmly trigger against warnings. trigger warnings?" She she's like, "They spoil the book. Like, if I tell you that there's going to be domestic abuse and it ends with us, then you know before it starts that somebody's going to be abusive and it ends with us, and it Can like we... spoils it." That's her. That's her uh, reasoning behind I... it. Okay. <laughs> um. So I I don't know. I just like. I knew I would love these books and this author when I like right when you open up Get a Life mm-hmm. Code Brown, it's this is these are the topics we're gonna be dealing with. Like And they're vague. They're it's vague enough. They're very vague. They're, it's vague enough, but it's like it does warn the people who need to be warned, like, okay, maybe that's gonna be triggering for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't wanna do that. And she did that for every book. And she said, she goes, I'm like, I hope I did these things mm-hmm. justice, you know? Yeah. And I just like I'm like yes, this is the way to do it. Yeah, this is I love that. I yeah. totally agree. I was like so pleasantly surprised to see the little trigger warning pages. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this is this should be commonplace. Mm-hmm. It really should be. I, these these books, and I'm reading Zenny by Rebecca Witherspoon. I think are the only books I've ever seen. Like the authors put the trigger mm-hmm. warnings in, and Rebecca Wither uh, Witherspoon rather put it says like i'm gonna say the trigger warnings if you think these are spoilers don't continue to read and oh, then list yeah. them so i'm like you can do it in a way that is spoiler free mm-hmm. yeah and also warns your readers of the highly sensitive subject matter you're yeah. gonna be talking about yeah totally so. And I think I think Talia Hibbert handles like all of her sensitive subjects like very well. Like I've mm-hmm. necessarily gone through really any of these. Like I've lost family members, but not in the tragic way that Zaf has. Like mm-hmm. I've like dealt with these things on like I guess minor scales, but I think she deals with them in a like very nice and like sensitive way that isn't like mm-hmm. trauma dumping essentially. Yeah. No and in a positive here. way, yeah, and yes, in, and in like a positive way too. Yeah, not so much like the, like you'll see the darker sides of anxiety and depression in these books, but painted in a way that turns into a more positive thing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. without like this is how I was either. able. Yeah, I went to therapy, and that's how I was mm-hmm. able to help myself work on this issue that I still have, but I'm helping myself to get mm-hmm. through it. Yes, you know? exactly. I think. I mean, right off the bat, I knew, I was like, okay, so in Trigger Warnings, it says, like, neglected um, autism. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that can't be Jacob, because we already know he's autistic. He knows he's autistic. So, like, mm-hmm. it has to be Eve. So I think I started looking for the little behaviors right mm-hmm. away. And um, I did so- not, because I'm oh. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, you like, were there for the romance. It, That's fine. It, I, so when it, like, happened, like, when he says it to her, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That yeah. that tracks, and and then I like re- then I read. It was like, oh, Sarah, you should take this up from the beginning. You know but- what I found interesting was when I started Chloe Brown. I knew one of these books had autistic, autistic characters, mm-hmm. and I thought it was Chloe. I first. thought it was going to be. Yeah. I, I thought like, Chloe oh, was too. I feel like she's definitely on the spectrum. Like that yeah. was my feeling. And so then in Eve Brown, when Eve was kind of like, I think probably most of my family 
is yes. on the spectrum. Yeah. And she I was like, say, oh, that tracks. Yeah. No, she would they're... say, like, I know how to deal with Jacob because she he's like Chloe. And yeah, I yeah. know how to deal with Chloe. Yeah. yeah they're, I think they're all neurodivergent to some Extent, agree, yeah. degree. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Aren't we all? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a spectrum. After, after finishing Eve Brown, I was like, mm, I should probably call my doctor. Yeah. <laughs> me for the, me to Sammy quiz. every yeah. day for like the last two years. It's like, I relate to this a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think read... I text you like once per week going, I really think I'm autistic. Uh-huh. It's either a text or it's a TikTok of someone else saying, yes. this is how yes. I figured out I was autistic. When... And I'm like, wait, I've done that my whole life. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> hold on. My friend sent me a TikTok the other day and it was like, you're in his DMs and I'm sitting in his bed taking an autism quiz. And I was like, that's literally yeah. me. <laughs> I'm like, oh God. Peak romance. Like, um, I feel seen. It's so annoying because all of the research that was it's done. On boys. Was mm-hmm. on boys. Mm-hmm. And so they don't know And white know boys how. too. Yes. White yep. boys at that. Yep. They don't know how to identify it in young girls. Yes. And that sucks. Like, and I liked that there was a nod to that in Eve Brown, too, yes. when she was trying yeah. to do research. And she was like, this is kind of hard because it's hard to spot in girls women because they yeah. haven't done enough research. Yeah. yeah, it's it was very interesting to read like that perspective of it, because um, I was actually probably the because I so I teach dance and a lot of the boys in the boys classes have diagnosed autism. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a lot of girls with diagnosed autism um you're probably autistic well, you're autistic you <laughs> probably should see a doctor and start questioning that but the um, doctors don't even know how to exactly like, find it so exactly. yeah they'll turn you away they'll be yeah, like oh hard. well you're really self-aware so you're not have autistic. you started your period yet maybe yeah. it's just your period yeah oh like, fuck <laughs> fuck off <laughs> it's a hard life out here <laughs> i i really enjoyed jacob's character for Uh a variety of reasons which is super funny because white blonde man yeah does not make my brain go burr and Mm -hmm. i was like you know brain's gonna burr a little bit Mm -hmm. he can stay he's cool he can (laughs) get it he can get it yeah i I was i was thoroughly impressed uh by his character because when i saw his picture on the cover i was like "Mm, i know mm." he looks really finance bro on the cover yeah Mm -hmm. yes I'm not into this like this is gonna be interesting but I was into it (laughs) don't mansplain and then he licked a dildo and I was like okay (laughs) yeah 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 I'm in (laughs) sold sold to the man won me over (laughs) you've charmed me Uh I so yeah I was like least excited I was like okay like they're all gonna be good but Mm -hmm. yes white man at least red has like a leather jacket and long hair and I'm like okay but yeah, no, the the prim and proper look. But then it's like you get to know him. And I think I like enemies to lovers a little bit more. Like maybe mm-hmm. not like enemies, enemies. Like I yeah, like, like the enemy level. Yeah. So like I like the enemy <laughs> yes. level in Beatreed where yes. they're mm-hmm. like, you know. And so I felt like we had a little bit of that. But like not like not so hardcore enemies to lovers you know yeah but um i so i really really liked that progression and seeing how that like grew and evolved and um because he like when he (laughs) got hit by the car he started Mm -hmm. saying like she's hideously pretty too yeah and like so it was like (laughs) obviously like right off the bat you had that attraction yes Mm -hmm. and 
but he was like, oh, but she's so annoying. And I don't know. Yeah, I so I really liked Eve Brown more than I was expecting to. I least. felt the same way because I, I'm also like, I like enemies to lovers. I love friends to lovers. Friends mm-hmm. to lovers is elite. But I like enemies to lovers in a, in the same way that you're describing. And I like when it's um not, they're not enemies for very long. That's yes. what I like. Because if they're enemies for too long, then I'm like, Okay, you guys don't like each other. Like, yeah, I don't, gets, I don't know what weird. else to say. And then suddenly you like each other. I don't know. But this was like, like you said, Sammy, when he's like, and she's hideously pretty. Yeah. So right, you know he's attracted to her already. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. Great. Okay. Cool. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I like enemies to friends. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Natural mm-hmm. progression mm-hmm. of things. Yeah, yes. like mm-hmm. you said, like if they're en- like, I'm like this is silly. <laughs> Like, yeah. this isn't going to work out, whereas, like, disliking each other from, like, first impressions and then getting to know each other, being yeah. friendly, and then being like, oh, wait a second, I'm in love with this person. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. mm, that's perfect. That's perfection. I also feel like the quick pace to love, I mean, I maybe this isn't the right thing to say because I don't know for sure, but I felt like kind of the fact that they were both on the spectrum, it made a little more sense for it to be like, oh, this is love. Like, mm-hmm. within two weeks, because it's, mm-hmm. like, okay, a little bit... I don't know if that's accurate or not, but in my head reading that, I was like, okay, that, like, maybe that makes sense. A little more sense than, like, neurotypical people falling in love in, like, two weeks. Like, yes, all in, this is yeah. it. And it's like, okay, that's a little insta-lovey. Right. But, like, yeah. there okay, was so much reflection. Yeah. 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 I don't they know. Had, but they had so much introspection. time. Mm-hmm. So I think I think I'm with you, Sammy. Like that, I feel like they were both like, we know how to communicate our feelings mm-hmm. because we're constantly in situations where we ha- we we can't necessarily determine the feelings of somebody just by looking at them. Right. Yeah. So talking about it and being more in tune with our emotions in this regard, because we've been taught to need to understand them on this level. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I think made it easier for for them to one realized they were in love with each other but they both were like fighting it you know they yeah. were like, oh, i'm not gonna say it because yeah. i they know felt like they soon. were exactly they both felt like oh god no like this scares people away right mm-hmm. my intensity or with sex or whatever like that and people don't like that so i have to be careful and yeah i just loved them i yeah. also loved that all of these books didn't end with proposals but yes. we, oh, we knew yes. by the time we were reading danny brown that <laughs> chloe and red were engaged Yes. yes yes i love i was like okay yes it was a year later and i was like oh proposal and mm-hmm. then it was like no just yeah just traveling the world in new york yeah. city yeah, yeah. i so cute. hate proposal so cute. no i don't hate proposal endings i just think most of the time they're ill-placed yeah i'm mm-hmm. like we get it you love each other but real it's been like four weeks like danny Dead brown takes, takes place over a month like a lot of them do one month yeah <laughs> so i'm like you you're not getting like i guess some people you know you know i don't know but most people <laughs> wait to get engaged dead <laughs> ass no dead ass or, like, I don't know, they, give me or a, they should yeah they, yeah <laughs> like give me a prologue that's two years later and now they're engaged like yeah. that i'm fine with but i don't like when the ending is will you and marry me six like, months later mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Six months later, we're pregnant like, and married. planning the wedding. Yeah. I'm like, what? No, that's not how that works. 
I see a divorce in your future. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Like, move it's in like together t- first. Jesus. It's like those TikToks that are like, which couples definitely broke up after the mm-hmm. end of the, the book? Epi- yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is any couple who got engaged with only, with less than a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially. together. <laughs> with oh, four weeks of knowing each other. <laughs> literally like if you so they're together for what four weeks they know each other they know they love each other for a week and now you're gonna get engaged mm-hmm. yeah nope nope that's not nope. how that works so eve brown was slightly different because with so chloe brown even though her and red didn't know each other for very long they had known each other prior to the start of the book yes mm-hmm. and then danny brown as well her and zaf had like mm-hmm. she had been getting coffee for zaf for however long yeah but then eve brown you get to like I was like, oh, they already know each other. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of exciting. And I was, but then I realized, like, I didn't even, I think, realize that until I was reading Eve Brown. And I was like, oh, the other, like, Chloe and Danny, they already knew their people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so, like, even that makes a little more sense, too, because it's like they had known, they had a little yeah. more context before we even had context. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I could, stuff could have happened before. I don't know. Yeah. Like developing some sort of rapport whatever yeah, yeah. like like how uh zaf used to bring danny protein bars yeah when she's she's praying for a a new fuck buddy and the protein mm-hmm. bar falls out of her pocket like uh-huh. come on that was fun she that didn't was... even notice that though no yeah. yeah but then we realize where the protein bar wrapper yes. came from and it's like oh, oh. that was a sign it's a sign <laughs> the sign from the gods uh-huh. literally <laughs> Literally. Also, can we talk about how Zaf, like, he was kind of taken aback by her, like, spirituality, but was like, that's awesome. Like, yeah, was I love that. It. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Like, that's so cool. And not the the bros bro who hates on girls who believe in, like, zodiac signs and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And it's like mm-hmm. crystals. And it's like, leave us alone. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Just let, let me listen to my shiny things. rocks. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is not hurting you, okay? He actively asked questions about it. Like, yep. I so many times I just wrote down like it matters to him because it matters to her. Like yes. he just yes. loved her so much that he was like, I will literally pay attention to anything she's doing because it's clearly such a big part of her life, uh-huh. and it ugh, it makes me so happy. There was one line, um, God, I forget. I think it was when he was um like having a panic attack outside the radio station, mm-hmm. and um he opened up to her maybe it wasn't then i don't know but any, at some point he opened up to her and he saw her getting angry about something mm-hmm. or was this in chloe i forget which one it is but they <laughs> talked a little bit about like that felt really good he was like he was feeling or she, mm, was i it think it was danny. A brown sister? was it danny brown because sounds- she was feeling angry for him yeah Mm. she i mean she got angry for him several times yes yeah (laughs) but like he reflected on that and it was like oh like i like it felt so good to have that level of support of like sharing those feelings and someone cares about you so much they are feeling what you're feeling right kind of for you Mm -hmm. and it takes a little bit of that like i don't know i so one of like a different podcast listened to they were talking about you know you never feel more alone then when you open up to someone and you're vulnerable to someone and they don't understand, mm-hmm. you know, what you're feeling mm-hmm. and you try, 
but that can be a really isolating feeling of like and they're like oh so you should do this are you like are you feeling this or they just misconstrue a little bit of what you tried to share with them and then like that can that cl- like causes me to just close up it's like you don't understand yeah. right. you don't see you don't feel you you can't feel what i'm feeling and to have someone like actually feel what you're feeling with you yeah that can be like just the most intimate mm-hmm. thing ever and that trust that can build in that person oh so they taught like I remember reading that and I was just like yes this yes this like that's what I like that is such a strong thing and I think I hadn't really seen that in other books much Mm -hmm. like actually addressing that feeling right like how empathy can bring two people together in such a moment of vulnerability yeah yes yes yeah I think like Zaf and Danny like are so opposites in the way they see romance mm-hmm. but they're yeah the way because but the traumas they have associated with those those things are what brings them together mm-hmm. in the end to like ha- like make their relationship work like they both have these like situations that make romance one way or the other in their head mm-hmm. and like through them talking about it and like working it out like it they can come to the conclusion that they belong together essentially which i really love and they're like such like opposites talia wrote them in the sense that like zaf was a little more of the 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 woman i guess Mm -hmm. like with his romance books and he's a hopeless (laughs) romantic and he Mm -hmm. doesn't do fuck buddies because he gets attached and that's how women are typically like believed to be and like shaped to be and and so I love that she switched it. And then mm-hmm. Danny was the one was like, I just need a fuck buddy. Yep. And I don't do romances. Like, I got my own life to worry about. And and then Zaf was always like, yep, I'm in love with her. But if this isn't what she wants. And he respected that that's yep. what she mm-hmm. – And she, he didn't push it. He was like, this is – like, she's been honest with me the whole time. And I respect her and I respect her decisions. Mm-hmm. And uh, – oh, so good. Yeah, and he was so just good. basically like, for as long as she'll have me, I'll have her. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Because just a little bit is like better than anything. Exactly. Yes. Oh, I love them so much. It's, it's grumpy so much. sunshine mm-hmm. in the fact that like Zaf is like a big grump of a human being and Danny's like this confident like star of a person. But I also say it's like grumpy sunshine in the reverse. Mm-hmm. Because like Zaf is like this hopeless romantic. And Danny is, like, so turned off by, like, monogamous relationships. Mm-hmm. And so they're both grumpy and sunshiny in their own personal ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they're very opposite people, but, like, in the right way that, like, they fit together. Like, not right. in a jarring way, in a complimentary way. Almost like they're fully developed, like, yes. three-dimensional <laughs> characters. Yes. <laughs> right? It's almost like the author tried. Yeah, to make these characters believable and likable. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I also bet Talia Hibbert has like a big team. I bet she's got a good mm-hmm. team of yeah. like people who come like have different perspectives to yeah. bring mm-hmm. to the table. Or because, she's just brilliant. Who knows? Or she's got a lot of life experience. I guess. Yeah, right? probably oh, yeah. over both. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I just felt like all of the ways that she wrote her characters were like, yeah, no, this feels like a real person. Not are there something someone came up with i mean i'm sure there are people who are like have their qualms with the books or whatever but like i don't know what they could be like i feel like 
before we record books, a lot of times we're like, okay, let's make sure that this book or this author wasn't canceled (laughs) by anyone for any reason. It really sucks when we have already read the book when this happens, too, because I don't like spoilers, so I don't look anything up. Yep. Yep. But, like, so I wonder (laughs) if there are people, like, or, like, if there are neurodivergent people who don't like the representation. Because, like, for me, who isn't necessarily neurodivergent, I was like, oh, that seems good, but I don't. I don't right. know at the same mm-hmm. time, but um, I don't know. I mean, I've only seen positive things about these books. I feel like lots of times when people leave bad reviews for books, specifically romance books, is because they are angry and lonely. Yeah. And they hate love. Um, yeah. So I, I reckon all of the negative reviews for these books have something to do with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people um, being like, I hated the romance. <laughs> I looked up Danny Brown on Goodreads and the first one star review is about Zaf being Muslim and having extramarital sex. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, okay. Uh, I actually, you know that. what? The second one is too. Okay. I think most I think most of these are about him being Muslim and having interesting extramarital sex which i get like from that yeah yeah for him to be like a practicing muslim like in the books like i guess that is a fair criticism didn't he say he wasn't like practicing yeah Uh, yeah i guess like for him i guess rather not for him to not for him to be labeled as a muslim and then yeah having him written as someone who isn't practicing right yeah Mm -hmm. was there anything what about like neurodivergent commentary on eve brown Mm-hmm. Let me take you a look. Quick I lo- Google search. I love how Sarah's our guest and we're making her <laughs> do the research. I could very I'm in front of my computer. I can very easily do this. It's more fun when she does it. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I live for. Um She's but like, like for okay. both of them, like very few one stars. Um okay. like Eve Brown only has 212 one star reviews and it has forty six thousand wow. oh my gosh yeah. ratings. Wow. As it should. Um, yeah. Right? Mm. Nothing that's sticking out. Nothing sticking out. A couple People about it, it being interracial and not a black person. Because, I mean, I guess my one critique for these three books is mm-hmm. that it's they're all interracial, which as a, I'm a product of an interracial marriage, so I am pro-interracial love. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It would have been nice to see a black one. man for one yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. And like, especially it's two white guys. Yeah, yeah. Which part of me does think I feel like black authors sometimes write black women with white guys because it tends to be more palatable for white women to read. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. also, I don't want to have to always read about white people, so they shouldn't yeah. always have to read about. <laughs> white retweet, people. <laughs> retweet. <laughs> yeah. Um. Some of the Eve Brown just says it's cringy. Yeah. Fuck what off. Was this is people who don't like love. This is people who yeah. don't like love. I'm telling you, this is like the number one thing you see in romance novels. They're like, well, they would never <laughs> actually be in love. It's like, okay, love doesn't exist. Buy a different fucking right? book. Yeah, like, go read a different genre, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, shut you- up. Um, my favorite one-star reviews for romance novels are when it's about the sex. This one says, pornographic, <laughs> extremely sexually detailed, and riddled with profanity. I will be adding this author to my do not read list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So you didn't like life. the big no. purple dildo? Goddamn. 
<laughs> like, sorry for your loss. <laughs> What's the TikTok audio of like, um, if you're like, boring, oh, you're just, just not fun. That. Yeah, if you're boring, just say that. That one. Yeah. <laughs> you're boring. I'm actually, I'm gonna screenshot this new stuff. <laughs> Literally, you should. You should. Like, we're just giving you content. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're boring, just say that. Oh my god. <laughs> A lot of the Eve Brown criticism is that it's boring. I guess. What? Um, I didn't think it was boring, but like I guess love. it doesn't have like. It obviously has a plot, but like it's not. We didn't um... even get the like. I feel like the end um, events. You know, like we got Danny Brown. Yeah. She had her symposium, which I guess mm-hmm. wasn't really the end or her panel thing or whatever. Yeah. But they were talking in Eve Brown about this gingerbread festival, <laughs> yeah. and we didn't even get the gingerbread festival. I mean, we got like the next year's. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. epilogue, but I was like, wait, I wanted her to like. But, like I wanted, yeah, right? like prove to her family or something. Like, I thought, hey, look. <laughs> when they first started talking about that, I thought that's where the conflict was going to take place. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, Danny Brown, it t- it took place right after the symposium. Like, mm-hmm. um, so Eve Brown, like, obviously, I love Eve Brown. I, I don't think it's boring, but I guess in terms of like plot, plot it's very just romance heavy. Like, it's mm-hmm. them just interacting as normal God people. God forbid. God forbid. Which, which I love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I guess if you don't like that, you can give it a one-star review. <laughs> you know what to I each really love? Yeah. You know what I really loved about all the books, too? Hmm. This is a, just a trope that I love a lot, but it is when the guy falls first. Yes. Mm-hmm. And his all his pobs are like, oh, oh my fuck. god. How am yeah. I? Yeah, basically, mm-hmm. right? How mm-hmm. do I contain the multitude within my chest? <laughs> and the like he loves her more than she mm-hmm. loves him a yeah. little bit. Yes. Like at an acceptable amount where it's like, okay. Cause like sometimes it's like, well, now she just like doesn't really like him enough, I guess. Right. But this, like, yikes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ooh, that's, ooh. I don't know about an <laughs> unbalanced relationship in that sense. But this felt <laughs> very good. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh, I love when the guy falls first. Yeah, and they were so like, obsessed. They, they were obsessed. So obsessed. Oh. Yes, I like, like watching. I can't stop thinking about her. The girl like panic. Like, does he like me? Does he not like me? And then it switches to his view of me, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just so in love with her. I don't know what to do with myself." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she's so pretty, and I just want to spend time with her. And I'm sad I'm not with her right now. And I literally <laughs> always have a boner. Like, <laughs> I love that about these goddamn books. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's They're because like, I don't have a man brain, you know? So, yeah. like, to, to see the man brain is so funny. Yeah, they're always just like, I look at her and I get hard immediately. Yeah. And I'm like, is that how it works? Yeah, cool, good. <laughs> I, as you should, bitch, yeah. as you should. <laughs> it was like, I, I saw a TikTok yesterday. I don't, I pr- might have sent it to Sammy, but it was just like, whoever whoever's idea it was that a man has to get down on one knee and beg uh-huh. a woman to yes. marry them they need their ass ate like that, that, was, yeah. that was chef's kiss as you should you should be getting below us yep yes you ask me to marry you beg me damn it mm-hmm. yes <laughs> women are not objects but i am a prize to be won true yes retweet god damn you got so many good lines today <laughs> You came to play. You're like, I'm ready. <laughs> These are my favorite books. I came ready to perform. 
<laughs> We've been so excited for this episode. Oh, yeah. We were like, oh, my God, this is going to be so fun. It, nothing like talking about somebody's favorite book oh, with them. You, mm-hmm. you can't see me, but I'm hugging all three of them right now. <laughs> I've been like like flipping through them like as we've been talking about them. I love that. And now I oh, I really want to read reread Chloe and Eve now. You should, yeah. You should. I probably will. I remember like I with Chloe, I was just like, I'm obsessed with their dynamic and the way Red, mm-hmm. I really loved the way that Red loved Chloe and was like the way he was so attracted to her too mm-hmm. and uh, and like just, I think the like accommodating and trying to help with her like needs and stuff, but he was doing it I think, oh, it was, there was a part where she was like, he was caring for me, but like in a way that didn't make me feel like I needed to ask and I was mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. making him do things, like he was just and he would do things without being asked or without saying he was, like, doing something extra. He was just – because he it wasn't, like, keeping a tally mark of, like, oh, I did this and I did this for you and I did this for you. It was just, like, that was how he loved her. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it was – oh, it was so good. It was so good. And I loved Red. I loved the artist. He was an artist. He was mm-hmm. a – Oh my! Painted with his shirt off and mm, his yeah. jeans, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. The motorcycle <laughs> yeah. got me, man. The motorcycle <laughs> got me. I was like, sold, sold. <laughs> the highest bidder. I'm in. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm here for all of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, on that note, did you guys have favorite lines in Chloe Brown? Um. I probably. I <laughs> so. <laughs> That felt I, like when a teacher asks a question about the reading and nobody did the reading. Yeah. <laughs> I, did the I reading. didn't do my homework. I'm sorry. Um, I, just, I, I didn't answer the questions at the end of the reading. That's right, right. Yes. Yeah, right, exactly. I didn't start annotating until after I read all three of these books. Mm-hmm. And so I don't ha- like when I reread Danny, I annotated it. But the other two I don't have annotated yet, which just means I have to reread them. It does. That's what that's I what found. That means. I'm flipping through right now and I found the line about like him taking care of her without her really needing mm-hmm. that it was like um not only by arranging everything by making her laugh all day by remembering her limitations so she didn't have to constantly point them out oh yes I'm gonna cry. I like, yes <laughs> i love them Mine i feel like was... his little list at the end oh my god that was so cute. that was really cute I'm okay i'm gonna find the page what? wait i i don't know maybe i went read past it and i didn't know but this is going to uh, just out me as such a, like, one-track one mind Harry Styles stand. But, and <laughs> every time Talia Herbert, Hibbert used trepid- or trepidation, yeah. she used trepidation yeah. in Danny Brown and yep. Chloe Brown. She used trepidation once in Chloe Brown and twice in Danny Brown, but I don't remember seeing it in Eve Brown. But it might be in wait, 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 wait. I have a point for this then. Then okay. she uh, confirmed Talia Hibbert is a child of divorce because in Eve Brown, she said crestfallen oh twice. And I was like, oh, champagne problems, Taylor Swift. There you so, go. <laughs> there we have it. We've confirmed she's a child of divorce. Literally. The first two books had nods to Harry. The last one had a nod to Taylor. We're there. You know, we did it. We made okay, it. Okay. I don't even know what trepidation means, but every time I saw it, I was just, I had to put a little sticky on it. I was like, oh my God, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Chris, Chris trepidation. <laughs> Chris trepidation. <laughs> Isn't it like to, to, um, to be unsure? That, yeah, I guess that makes sense. 
Yeah, that, that I don't actually know. Guess. I'll I, just I know it really as know. Harry Styles word. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Was Harry Styles word. owns this word. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> my line, my line from Chloe Brown was predictably about to do lists. Um, it was nice. just daily to do list, weekly to do list, monthly to do list, medication list, shopping list, enemies I will destroy lists, client list, birthday list, and her personal favorite wish list. Anything nice. could be organized, categorized, scheduled, and written neatly into a color coded section of a notebook. The chances were Chloe had already done so. Uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then speaking of lists red's list at the end yes uh, mm-hmm. his get chloe back list lure her mm-hmm. with one lure her with food and presents mm-hmm. two wait outside annie's house nick smudge three learn how to use a playstation <laughs> four list maybe naked might traumatize residents slash get arrested but i think she'd like it yes. five <laughs> Take charge of all buttons so she can wear real cardigans if she wants to. Six, use my bloody Instagram account. Seven, continue therapy. And eight, which is my favorite, love her always no matter what. So freaking cute. I love Red and Chloe so much. I also, I like how they described therapy. A little mm-hmm. bit too. It was this is on page two eighty. It was like, after two sessions in relatively quick succession. He wasn't exactly enjoying therapy, but he was enjoying how much more he understood his own head. Mm-hmm. And yes. it was like, oh, yeah, therapy fucking sucks. If you're doing it right, like it's painful <laughs> and it's annoying and it's exhausting. Yeah. yeah. But it's like because it's not supposed to be you go once and you're fixed and yeah. But it's like it's work and it isn't necessarily enjoyable. But the, like, how we grow as a person is. And so I thought, I was like, yes, that yes. is what therapy is. Amazing. Yes. Agree. Okay, moving on to Danny. Okay, let me break out favorite, Danny. Favorite lines from Danny. Oh, um, I flipped to a random page and found this one. This is not my favorite, but I do love the nods to her sisters. Um, Zaf asked her to go out and she said, um, I told my sister we'd have dinner together and I don't mm. cancel on my sister's. He loved that. Um, warm, sweet fondness flooded his blood, softening the bite of disappointment. Danica, he'd noticed, loved his, her sisters a lot, enough to rem- remind Zap of his brother of the way they'd been. Thick as thieves, despite a seven-year age gap, together forever until the day they weren't. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. then, he said softly, have dinner with your sisters and give me tomorrow. He wouldn't waste mm-hmm. it. And I literally wrote, we stand the respect. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I, my favorite thing in books is when the female main character has like a strong female relationship mm-hmm. and like obviously the three of them it's with their sisters and it makes me so so happy every single yes. time i agree this is so i relate to zaf's um anxiety and mm-hmm. catastrophization tendencies Big uh, yep one to page 120 he checked his phone again, but there was no response from Danny to his latest nudge. Since his brain was his brain, his first thought was <laughs> that she'd died. Um, she'd taken the stairs and fallen, or she'd been crushed between those fancy moving bookshelves. Yeah. Dead. And I was, it was just, yeah, yeah like, if, I, if someone doesn't respond to me, okay, how did they die? What, how do, what are we going to do? Who's going to call the police to find their bodies? Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I think I quite literally text Sammy about this all the time because I have my boyfriend or sorry, my fiance. <laughs> I have my fiance text me every time he leaves work because I'm mm-hmm. like, if it if he's not home in exactly ten minutes, I'm convinced he got hit by a car, like crossing yeah. the street. Like mm-hmm. it's just how it works in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, my Fun line stuff. from Danny Brown was when Zaf is talking to Danny and he says, maybe it's because you're not used to the people you sleep with giving a shit about you, except yes. that can't be right either because you told me once that you've slept with friends before. And honestly, I don't see how anyone could know you and not give a shit about you, Danica. The way you act sometimes. I know it must have happened, but I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's so considerate. <laughs> also, oh my God, when the video was posted and I, I just love, I think I maybe related more to Zaf. I yeah. don't know. And <laughs> the way he like contextualized the buzz, 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 buzz constantly, he goes, I think my phone is having a panic attack. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, <laughs> okay. Oh, I also love when he tells Danny that he loves her he mm-hmm. says I love you as you are exactly as you are and then on the next page he says and you really don't see why I might love you sweetheart loving you is the easiest thing I've ever done uh, these were like the only romance so books too much. where the nicknames didn't give me the ick because usually nicknames give me the ick yeah. but these did not so that mm-hmm. gets an extra bonus point for not giving me the ick they weren't overdone <laughs> they weren't like, yeah Oh my god, wait. So, early on, obviously, Zaf had his romance novels, but he listened to the audiobooks. Oh my and god, And <laughs> when, when he was reaching for the protein bar, and he accidentally hit play on the book, and it was, then have me. I'm dying for you, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Shit, shit, shit. She's like, was that porn? <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> it wasn't. It was an audiobook. Yeah. Close enough. Um. What the bloody hell kind of audiobook? <laughs> I love that. And then there was something similar in um, Eve Brown. And when she, because he was, Jacob was talking about it. And he goes, I know she reads dirty books. And I know they're phone. dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on her mm-hmm. phone. Because I can see her face. Like, she doesn't hide her face well. Mm-hmm. And she'll, like, move her phone away. Anytime someone walks by, like, they're going to look over her shoulder and, like, see the very dirty words or something like that and i was like oh my god me every time i've ever read fan fiction in public <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or in Food. like quiet reading times at school i'm like oh i have a book on my phone opens yeah. a wall pad like- <laughs> 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 oh, so good uh, oh, god, so oh i have a i have a line in eve brown okay. um and I should have let you fucking talk instead of rushing you to think the worst because I'm done thinking the worst of you. I swear I am. All it has ever, all it ever does is bite me in the arse. And more importantly, you don't deserve it. You're incredible and you're more than worth my trust. And you're the one thing I know I can rely on, Eve. It's fast and it's ridiculous, but it's true. It's you. Oh, I love them. <laughs> it was like two pages before the end, but I was yeah. like obsessed. I mm. love the like slow burn nature of these books, but like, yeah, the tension is like enough, you know, because mm-hmm. they're both like, oh my god, I can't, I physically almost cannot resist them, you know. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm resisting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um. Oh, you know what? Um. So when i think it was the friend date when he said it for the first time in eve brown but jacob said um called her sunshine and i thought of the andrew garfield audio of like she was like sunlight or like a shot of espresso and he kept saying and then she eve was kind of like does that mean like i'm like sunshine like is that he thinks i'm his sunshine Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i just every time he said that and they talked about that i just had that Andrew Garfield audio 
playing over and over and over again and all of the tiktoks of like no one's ever said this about me but like blah 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 <laughs> and it's like he actually said that about her wait can we fan cast andrew garfield as jacob <laughs> you? yeah no i don't i don't know that's not I mean, my jacob i have to reread these to confirm or deny but I am also just Put a some host glasses on. Field, so. Mm-hmm. So are we. <laughs> oh, so you picked out a really cute one. I flipped, managed to flip right to the uh, dildo scene. And <laughs> I, I just, marked those with a different color, so I oh, wouldn't mark. <laughs> There's just like a big red, like, like tally cluster right in the middle of the book. I was like, oh, I wonder what happened in that. Um, <laughs> Chapter but- 14, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the crease on the um, bind binding is. Yep, yep, that's where my book's falling apart. When you drop it, it just opens to that automatically. Oh my god, that's funny. Um, but the part that like did it for me was he's holding it and examining it, and she's like, "You don't want to touch that." Um, blah, blah blah, and he just goes, "I know where it's been." Yep. Yep. Ah! Mm-hmm. He was a dirty, dirty man. Oh, my he was god. so fucking filthy now i'm so mm-hmm. skimming through this chapter yeah um, oh god so good it's oh, oh my god it was so jacob's good. just fucking filthy and it's like not unexpected because like i well yeah it kind of was unexpected because he is so was... like buttoned up yeah um it was so good it was so good mm-hmm. did you guys have any songs mm, no for the books no i I'm tried i think i thought that. of them when i was reading them and then i was like oh i should write that down mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i didn't yeah. <laughs> i thought um no i guess i didn't i was about to say eve brown reminded me of champagne problems so that was just for the like you just want to choose a taylor fallen. swift song for <laughs> i choose taylor everything. swift song for every book we read so that yeah. shouldn't be a surprise <laughs> there is a taylor swift song for every book so there is. i firmly believe that it's always the, we either pick taylor swift hosier or uh, Harry Styles. That's always That's what happens. Those like, are always our choices. <laughs> I like that. I mean, Taylor Swift has what, like hundreds of songs, so one of yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, any further know. remarks, y'all? Um, mm. If for some reason you listen to this whole thing and still haven't read these books... Yeah, for mm-hmm. real. Um, if you have read them, go reread them. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think I'm gonna... If you're interested <laughs> in big purple dildos... Mm-hmm. yeah read read these books <laughs> and just some honestly like filthy smut but also yeah. it wasn't cringy at least for no. me yeah. well done smut. it was that so was well good. done and the dirty talk was good because like yes, i yeah. feel like sometimes with like tessa bailey i like read the the smut and like the dirty talk and i'm just like mm, i don't know it was a little cringy yeah like, i don't know cringy. about that one but this window shopping was a little yes. cringy. yes yeah window shopping was really cringy i loved this it but was really cringy so good <laughs> it was so good well, yeah. then, it appears we've reached the part of the episode where the three of us come up with the final <laughs> overall rating for the book. Ratings are set to a five-star scale and will be averaged out between the three of us at the end. Sammy, uh, your ratings? Honestly, if we hadn't done this podcast and I wasn't on a time frame, I still would have read them as fast as I yeah. did because mm-hmm. I could not put them down. I had such a busy week with school. I had a midterm and I was like, nope, I'm going to stay up till 3 a.m. reading this fucking book. So I'm just going to go five stars for all of them. I yep. thoroughly enjoyed every single one. 
Agree. So. Agree. Yep. Uh, I'm also going to go five stars for all of them. <laughs> they were a finished go to Goodreads, put the five stars, don't even think about it. Like, they, yep. they were pure perfection, entertainment, and just like, it, like Sammy said, even if we weren't on the procrastinated short time frame, <laughs> uh, I also would have just like devoured these one by one yeah. uh, in a short span of time. Two it was wor- it was worth thing. getting up at six a.m. to finish Eve Brown this morning. Like yeah. <laughs> I do it again. Like <laughs> so, fives all around for me as well. Let me guess, Sarah. Can I guess? Um, yeah, you can guess. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say you hated these. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> oh, they are actually despicable. One stars for all of them. She actually secretly did. All all of the negative reviews. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> the, these are my five stars all around. I recommend them to every single person who asked me for book recommendations. I did not have a time crunch to read these and read them in very short time periods. Mm-hmm. Um, I reread them frequently. I look back at them frequently. I have the urge to reread them frequently. <laughs> I think about them all of the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you follow me on TikTok and haven't heard me talk about these books, like, then you're just not seeing my videos. <laughs> it's probably like every other video at this point that I'm talking about either the trio themselves or mm-hmm. Danny Brown. <laughs> I love yeah. them so much. <laughs> well, that's wonderful because that means I don't have to do any math. <laughs> and our final overall rating for Get a Life, Chloe Brown, Take a Hint, Danny Brown, and Accurate Age, E. Brown is five stars let's go i feel like we need to start doing something for five star ratings we have a thing where we've been talking about if we accidentally pick the same favorite line Mm -hmm. like we should do a shot or something i feel like we should (laughs) we should find something (laughs) like that (laughs) (laughs) do you do you recall living together because i mostly don't because of how much we celebrated uh, we were drunk the whole time. The whole time. We were something the whole time for sure. That's fucking funny. I literally, um, until you just said nine o'clock, forgot that there was a time difference. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I'm... like, I was up before the sun was up. I had my little book light. I was like, we're going to finish this. It's going to get done. We got we to gotta power through. <laughs> oh. um, okay. I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Sarah, thank you so much for joining joining us today thank Thank you sarah thank you for having me it's a pleasure as always and you're welcome back anytime perhaps we'll pick another one of the books you love so much and bring you back in the near future uh before we part we just like to thank you for listening if you enjoyed this episode i encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on if applicable if you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode feel free to join our hardcover host discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhostpod at gmail.com feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well as always i am sam dixon i'm sammy scorestead uh sarah you can say you were sarah thompson oh and i'm sarah thompson (laughs) (laughs) and this has been an episode of art cover o's kind of if you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time the next books on our to be read list are the hate you give and concrete rose by angie thomas uh until we meet again enjoy your reading